Welcome to 5 Minutes of Courage with Maggie Arndt. This podcast focuses on God's Word, the Bible, and how much God loves you. Our goal is to show you throughout Scripture how loved and valued you are by the God of the universe. 5 Minutes is all you need to be filled with hope, joy, purpose, and yes, courage. Now here's your host, Maggie Arndt. everybody. Music's a little loud today. Welcome back to 5 Minutes of Courage with me, Maggie. Yesterday was a little bit confusing for the Pharisees and perhaps for all of you, my listeners, because Jesus isn't always super clear with exactly what he means, at least not to me. So today what we're going to do is try to untangle this a little bit. And I'm going to relate it to myself just for a second, not that I'm comparing myself to the Almighty, but when I decided to get my master's degree in seminary, I was really drawn toward uh, the practice of apologetics. And often when you think of that, you would think almost of a court of law, something that needs defending. Now, make no mistake, Jesus does not need me or anybody else, certainly not me though, to defend him. But It is also my practice and my job to make Jesus understandable and relevant to anyone who will listen to me. And so that's what I'm going to attempt to do today. And it's also what Jesus was trying to do for himself in the latter half of chapter 5. So if we pick up today with our story in verse 31. So Jesus is still addressing the Jewish leaders who have accused him of causing the man who rolled up the mat to sin. So they're less concerned with the rolling of the mat than they are with Jesus suggesting that he roll the mat because it would be a greater sin to cause someone else to stumble than it would be to sin for yourself. And so in trying to explain his actions and his thought process, Jesus was like, but the father and I are one. If there are rules about the Sabbath, I made them. And yet that was not going to fly with the Pharisees. So he's going to try another approach. He says in verse 31, if I were to testify on my own behalf, my testimony would not be valid. And what he's doing here is he's not only placating them, but he's referring back to Deuteronomy 19.15. So from the laws of Torah, which say, by the mouth of two or three witnesses, the matter shall be established. And Jesus knew this. So he's trying to explain to the religious leaders that he was God, but he also knew his testimony alone was not enough. So who does he bring up? Our old buddy and his cousin, John the Baptist. Verse 33, he says, in fact, you have sent investigators to listen to John the Baptist and his testimony about me was true. Because John the Baptist was the burning and shining lamp that they looked to. And Jesus reminds them that they said John was the lamp which burns and shines. And this was a perfect tribute to him for a couple of reasons. A lamp bears borrowed light. It does not light itself. It is lit. We know this to be true. Even if you have um, Alexa in your house, you still need to tell her to turn on the light. Or think back to the 80s, the clapper. You still have to clap your hands or flip a switch to light the light. It can't light itself. John is the light. It is lit lit by whom? Jesus. And John had warmth. For he didn't bring a cold intellectual message, 
right? He brought light. And the function of his light was to guide. And John pointed men on the way to repentance and to God. Do you remember when he did not get jealous when people left his side of the river to go over to Jesus's? Because he knew his place. John the Baptist stayed in his lane. And he knew he was not the Messiah. He knew his cousin Jesus was. And his only job was to be the flashlight to point them to the Messiah. So if you're not going to take John the Baptist's word for it, well, verse 36 says, I have a greater witness than John, my teachings and miracles. Hey, how about the dude that just got up with the mat? Remember him? He was paralyzed for 38 years. This whole controversy was sparked because I healed a paralyzed man and he rolled up a mat. Remember that? Anybody? Hmm. Well, in case that wasn't good enough for them, let us turn the page and let's talk about Moses because certainly they would know Moses. The law of Moses was the one they were referring to. And if you believe in Moses, you have to believe in me. The religious leaders rejected Jesus because they rejected God's word through Moses. Moses accuses them because Moses wrote about Jesus and they would not receive the testimony of Moses. See, their error was in not believing in the law that they were trying to throw at Jesus. Moses wrote about Jesus. Jesus told them that. He said, the scriptures testify of me. The words and writings of Moses fulfill the promise, prophetically speaking of Messiah, in many, 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 many places. But if you can't believe in Moses' writings... How are you going to believe in my words? And ultimately, Jesus says to them in verse 41, your approval means nothing to me because I know you don't have God's love within you. And you have to just sometimes chuckle at how frank Jesus is. Now, I don't know that that was exactly a direct quote. I don't speak fluent Aramaic or Greek. I do my best, but the NLT translation cracks me up. Your approval means nothing to me. And I think we could all use a little bit more of that in our lives. Let's stay in our lane. Let's John the, John the Baptist the heck out of this whole thing and realize our job isn't to be the Messiah, but to point others to the Messiah. So remember that you are the lamp. Do your job. Next week, we will be looking at John chapter six. Have an amazing weekend. Use Friday to catch up on anything that you haven't listened to yet and do a little happy dance with me. We are now on iHeartRadio in addition to all of our other favorite podcast outlets. So praise be to God. Have a great weekend. Be well. Thanks so much for listening today. Please subscribe to this podcast. I'd hate for you to miss out on even one minute of courage, then share it with all your friends. If you'd like more information or would like to contact me directly, go to 5minutesofcourage.com. That's the number five and you can connect with me there.